Uh, hello and welcome everybody back to the Inside Our Galaxy podcast. I'm your host, Eric Hernandez, as always. Guess who's back? Back again. LA is back. In the playoffs, that is right. We finally clinched the playoffs after two years since 2019. Two, three years, around there. Um, it's been a while um, since we've been into the playoffs after disappointing seasons. We're back. Um, we're going to talk about, of course, our tying game against Raw Salt Lake, where we ended up clinching a playoff spot. We'll talk about that, our thoughts about the game. Um, of course, we'll get into some Galaxy news. We're, we got a little bit more news coming off uh, that, that are going to pop off, possibly in the offseason. But there are some reports, so we'll talk about that. Uh, of course, we'll talk about where we're at right now. And, of course, our preview against Houston, where a lot of things could happen depending if we win or not. So, um, yeah, we're going to talk about that. And so, yeah. There's going to be a good conversation for this one. And um, yeah, well, let's just get started. And with me, as always, is my co-host, LA Galaxy Central. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. I've been a little bit bored today, so it's actually really good for me to come on here right now. Yeah, let's go. You got something to do now. We got to talk about LA Galaxy soccer and, of course, the fact that we made the playoffs. I mean, it's great. Yeah, hyped, very hyped. Um, but yeah, man, it's good to have you back, of course, as always. And um, yeah, man, let's just get started with uh, with the show. So let's talk about RSL. So, of course, Galaxy played uh, Ralph Salt Lake in the final um, home game of the regular season for us. We ended up being a 1-1 draw. Um, Douglas Costa would end up being the uh, lone goal scorer for, for that night and ended up being the reason why, I guess, um, or one of the reasons why we, um, you know, got a playoff spot and got the tie. And of course, like I said, with this tie, we ended up clinching a, play, a playoff spot for the MLS Cup, uh, first time since 2019. And um, the good thing is the Galaxy clinch um, a spot before decision day. So now we don't have to go in to decision day fighting for a playoff spot. Obviously, there's still something to fight for in decision day, but we don't have to fight for a playoff spot, which is good. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, for this game, uh, I guess I can go first for, for the thoughts about this. Um, this game was just definitely a battle for both teams. I mean, both teams knew what was at stake. Um, of course, so both teams really just came out uh, on all cylinders. No one really had like uh, no one played better than the other. Of course, it was just very back and forth um, and just intense game overall. But yeah, I mean, just overall, this was just a very intense match. We ended up getting the draw and um, yeah, I mean, it was just overall, like I said, intense and amazing atmosphere and all that stuff. So, um, but anyways, man, what did you think about this game uh, against RSL? What do you think about the tie? Yeah, like you said, it was a very intense game. I thought the Galaxy didn't really play that well. They could have played a little bit better. They wasted some chances. Same goes for RSL. RSL, I think, were the better team on the day. Like, they could have probably won the game before we have, but both teams missed some chances, and it was very intense. You can tell, like, both teams had a lot to play for that day, and it's good the Galaxy came out with a draw despite not really playing their best that game. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah, I, I guess you can say I do agree on that too. RSL did play a little bit better. Um, but yeah, just a lot of opportunities for both teams to really get the win for this one. But, you know, a lot of, and they were just missed opportunities. Um, I think one thing about RSL that they definitely did good um, in this game was just the fact that they really, you know, contained, you know, our like our best players and what makes this team really like go right. Obviously, yeah. for, this, for this game, you, they really contained Chicharito. They contained Puj for quite a bit, to be honest. Like, I mean, Puj was getting bodied for like a good amount of the game. I mean, there was one point 
where like you know one of the RSL players like actually like you know NFL tackled him like you know like <laughs> like how like a couple of weeks ago Derwin James like tackled Travis Kelsey or whatnot like but you know like it was pre- like you know obviously like I said it was very intense so I, you were gonna get some stuff like that but yeah RSL definitely like you know for the most part you know contained our players but even then there was like still a lot of chances for 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 both teams um a lot of you know I guess you know when it comes to the refs there was a lot of calls a lot of questionable calls <laughs> um for for the for that game so obviously there there was just like it was just pure chaos you know and that's yeah. how this game was going to be it was going to be chaotic no no one said it was going to be easy for either team so it's just like just a lot of chaos for for both teams um RSL ends up get, you know of course scoring first uh after like 7 minutes um when Puj missed his his penalty so RSL gets up on on the board first, and um, there was also I mean this this game could have had a lot of penalties. There was like at least like three penalties called in this game. Obviously, two end up did getting called, but you know like where was the third one? Um, I believe it was the Chicharito one after uh, right before the first half where they didn't call it or was it? Chicharito? Oh, that was a dive. Oh, that was a dive. Sorry, man. <laughs> oh well, I mean I didn't. Was it? I mean I I don't know. It, I yeah, it was, it. It looked, it was a it big dive. It was a big dive. No, there was a little bit of contact. I mean, was no, it was there dive, a dive? Bro. Was there a Sorry, dive? Bro. Yes. I'm being honest. Was, I mean, there was a dive, but there was contact. There was like nah, the... mm, I don't know. I guess we can do There's a dive. <laughs> yeah. I guess we can I'm sorry. <laughs> You're good. All right, um, but regardless, there could have been, I guess, three uh, you know, penalties called in this game. Of course, two ended up did getting called, one ended up having going to VAR. And of course, Douglas Costa taking the pen the tying penalty, which honestly, in my opinion, was was a pretty good decision when you think about it. It um, was. I mean, Costa, you know, I guess in his career has never missed a penalty is what I read. And <laughs> Yeah, five for know, five, I think. Yeah, so, I mean, that that's number one. And honestly, just having Costa shoot it when you think, you know, like obviously you know the penalty takers that, that you know, for the Galaxy who normally take his Chicharito, Puj has taken a few already, of course, took one that game. And, and so, like, Costa, you just didn't know what to expect from him. So I guess that might have, you know, threw off RSL because it's like, all right, then I don't know how this guy's going to go with penalties. And, you know, Douglas Costa ends up, you know, tying the game. And that ends up being the re- one of the reasons why we get into the playoffs. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that that's just it for, for that part. <laughs> yeah, true. I actually really like Douglas Costa taking penalties because he has a really hard strike and it's very accurate too. So I feel like he'd be good at that role. Yeah, I mean, it, and, and also another thing is like, Costa, you know, of course, most of his goals have actually all of his goals have been through set pieces, most of them through free kicks. So you kind of expect that, you know, him being in the spot one on one, he he was going to like, you know, do some damage in that one. So I, I think overall, that was a pretty good decision for for Costa to take that penalty. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there was that. And um, yeah, I mean, like I said, overall, despite just not getting the win, it still sort of feels like a win, just considering the fact that we clinched the playoff spot so I don't, I don't know how you felt after the game with this tie even though we got like the playoff spot like did you feel like it was a win for you uh a little bit i was happy with the playoff spot obviously i think we all wanted that but i was just like kind of just relieved we didn't lose because if we go back to that like what was it like the 90th minute rsl had like two open nets missed in like 30 seconds span it was insane really yeah, and bond and- had a save on one too like and the other one was just i don't know how they missed it yeah exactly and we had it was in front of me too yeah, and uh, we also had chances to put that game away. Obviously, you know, we couldn't get those those goals to go in. But, 
yeah, I mean, we had opportunities, but overall, just in the end, we got the time, we got the spot. So I ain't really complaining about that. So, exactly. Kind of yeah. a shithousery spot, but it's still good enough. Yeah, good enough. Um, any players you want to you want to um talk about this one? Good, bad? How'd you feel about some? I feel like most players were pretty poor. Like, is there really anybody I can say that played well? A lot of players were very poor that game. Like, even the ones that usually play well were pretty poor. Um, I I think you got to give Bond credit. He had some pretty good yeah, saves in, he did. in this game. So I'm talking Bond about like Brugman, for example. Like, he was pretty poor. Like, and he's always like really good. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I I think that RSL just had a good. You know, they definitely took. They definitely contained some of our best players in this game. Like, I think they what made us you know, play good I, or, you know, what makes us, you know, usually play good. They, they took that away from us. So I, I definitely think RSL had the right idea for that. Um, But yeah, I mean, overall, I mean, I think it was okay from, from the team. I don't want to say it was terrible. It wasn't like, not terrible, bad, no. but like, you know, there was, there was obviously some who did better than others. Um, But yeah, like, I mean, if there's one player, I think you can sort of like actually say like, yeah, they played good was, was probably Jonathan Bond. Cause the fact yeah. that he had good saves and had a, you know, a crucial save in that, you know, in the final minutes of the game, which, you know, that was insane. For, yeah. Oh, which, my. If it wasn't for that, this would have this episode would be entirely different, you know. So, yeah, I mean, I guess he's one player I would probably say that that, you know, did good. Um, I guess like not necessarily get like match wise, but again, you can kind of give Costa like his credit just for, you know, tying the game up. So I, I guess we kind of gave him his credit. Um, yeah, true. But yeah, I mean, just. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, I guess there was nobody who really like, um, you know, stood really stood out in this game. I guess it was just an okay team performance, and you know, we end up getting the job done, which is you know the best part about it. Samuel Grancy was really poor yesterday. I was kind of disappointed, but not not yesterday. Sorry, on Saturday, and I was kind of disappointed by that. Yeah, I, I mean, there, I mean, Grancy did have one chance where it could have been like a really good goal, um, but like other than that, yeah, he he just hasn't that that wasn't a good necessarily the best game. But we've kind of known this from Grandier, right? It's just the fact that there's times where he can just be like amazing, and then there's times where he can just be like, eh, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know. There's and I guess it was just one of those games. So yeah, but yeah, like, and, and I've also mentioned this earlier, but I don't think Pooj necessarily had the best of games either for that one. I don't know if you can agree with on that. I think he was pretty good. I don't know. I mean, there was times like I like I like I said, I think there was times where they definitely contained him, but. And, and we're really botting him, which I think, you know, for any team, I guess it's like, like, hey, listen, like, I don't care if this kid is this kid is from, you know, the Barcelona Academy. He's also like really short and really skinny body him <laughs> like, you know, like, I think that's probably yeah. that's probably what RSL went into that game being like, hey, if you really want to like really get at this guy, just, you know, physically like take him on like he'll like, you know, he's small, <laughs> you know, which is probably which now I'm assuming other teams are going to look at that and say, you know what? that might be a way to take him out or like necessarily contain him. But like, I guess we really didn't get to see the full Pooja effect. Obviously he had some chances. There was one, the, the freaking shot where he hit the crossbar. I was right in front of that. And I, I was just like, Oh my God, like that would have been amazing if that went in, but you know, that was unfortunate that it hit the post, but yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Do you think you could body Pooch and Cobra? I definitely would not be able to body them. (laughs) I definitely would not No. Because consider <laughs> like because despite them being small and very skinny, 
they are still very much more athletic than I am. He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to run. Really kind of yeah, funny. There's no way I'm keeping up with Pujer Cabral. I, and and I know Cabral, we, we, you know, we give him his critiques, but he's still a professional athlete. Like, I, like he'll still <laughs> he'll still outperform me in anything. So, um, but yeah, there's no way I'm I'm taking both of those guys down unless I was like a little taller, a little bit more built, and actually athletic. Maybe, but uh, yeah, there's no way. <laughs> They cross you the ball, you try to head it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. But yeah, just overall, um, yeah, solid, solid game, I guess. Um, you know, just because of the fact of the result. Um, any other players you want to talk about or anything else you want really want to talk about this game? No, not really. No? All right then. Um, yeah, I guess we can move on. Oh, I mean, I guess I one thing I guess I can say before we move on from this. Um, obviously, atmosphere wise, this was really fun. <laughs> for that game it was uh, full house uh full supporter section just absolutely amazing vibes in that in that game um and honestly like i hope we get playoff playoff uh or home field advantage just because the fact that you know we can still be somewhat of a fortress for for the playoffs if we get that that opportunity yeah that's true yeah so too yeah i mean it was fun being there in v block getting to you know be with my friends and everything, you know, um, just overall great atmosphere. The only bad thing about this was we did get beer thrown on us in like the, like after the game. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually just, just to talk about this a little bit, um, after the game, um, me and one of my friends, her name is Victoria. We were, we were, you know, obviously we were just waiting for the players to come over. They do their little thing after the, after a game or whatever, or clap and you know, all, yeah. all that stuff. Right. Um, a beer ended up getting thrown at us. Um, and it ended up hitting her in the arm and ended up hitting her pretty bad. I ended up getting like chamoy on, on like my back because I was shirtless and everything. So like, obviously, and she got really pissed, dude. Like, like I'm kid you not. She was about to fight somebody. <laughs> and um, Damn. Yeah. yeah, like seriously, it was pretty bad. But, um, you know, and I don't mind beer showers, but do it right. Don't throw a full cup. <laughs> yeah, do it right. If you do it right, it's actually pretty fun. Yeah, like. Beer showers, I don't mind if you. I, I get it; it's gonna happen. But if you're gonna throw a full-on cup, and and let alone the beer being twenty-two bucks, <laughs> like especially like because it was a Michelada, like being an expensive beer, like and you're gonna throw a full cup, don't be an idiot. Like obviously, like I don't know, like don't be a stooge, um, because obviously whoever you hit, you don't know what they're gonna do. Obviously, my friend was going to fight somebody if that <laughs> if that was gonna be the case. So, um, yeah, don't be an idiot. Do it right. Um, but other than that, again, like I said, atmosphere wise, it was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, it was. I really enjoyed it too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. And uh let's just move on. Uh let's talk a bit about Galaxy News. Um, of course, there was a couple news after like from last week and this week. Um, of course, one being that Chicharito's contract automatically renewed after he scored eleven goals and played sixty percent of the minutes. Um, I guess it automatically renewed. So he is renewed for next season. And then another rumor popped up again, which, um, you know, we've kind of been hearing this for a while, but it had been reported that, um, of course, Uruguayan forward Luis Suarez would join the LA Galaxy after the World Cup in Qatar, which is interesting because, you know, we just signed Chicharito, re-signed Chicharito for another year. And now we're getting reports saying that Luis Suarez is going to join the Galaxy. Um of course, just just with this, both of these news, these news. How how do you feel about this one? Or unless you want to talk about one over the other. 
Oh, as for the Chicharito contract, I mean, it's good that he's getting renewed. He's had a pretty good year. There's been like some low points, but him getting renewed, I think is good for this club. Good leadership, pretty good player still. As for Suarez, do I think it's a good fit for the club? Not at all, but Suarez is one of my favorite number nines like ever. I grew up really liking him and liking that Barcelona team. Not that I'm a Barcelona fan, but I just love watching them. So, yeah, I really like Suarez as a player, but I don't think he's a great fit for this team. But if he did join the Galaxy, I'd still be pretty happy about it just because of the player himself. Right. Um, of course, we, 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 but when the news came out, we both kind of posted that we weren't necessarily a fan if Suarez would have come in. And listen, this is not a knock on Suarez, right? He's a phenomenal player, one of the best players of our generation. Like, you know, all the good Probably stuff. Probably the best right? forward of our generation, I think. Yeah, yeah, to, to be honest. So it's like, you know, Luis Suarez has done a lot of great things in his career, but I just, I just don't know. I don't see... I don't think it'd be a good idea because obviously, once again, you re-signed Chicharito, which, by the way, I guess in in a sense, just because he's re-signed doesn't mean the Galaxy can't sell him or anything like that, right? So, but let's say we go, we do a good run in the playoffs. Let's just say that. Like, are you really going to get rid of Chicharito and bring in Suarez? No, like, I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't do that either because Chicharito at least knows you. He got you to the playoffs, knows the system, knows the league, you know, can score goals. Like, so why would you get rid of that and then bring someone who, who's new, doesn't know the league, doesn't know what the league is, and is just, you know, like, I, I just don't think that's a good idea. Again, Luis Suarez, phenomenal player. I, I think he's doing okay right now in Uruguay. I think he's had, like, he's four doing pretty goals. pretty good. Yeah, so he's had, like, four goals in nine matches. So, you know, he's he's doing good. Like, not saying that he's, like, doing terrible over there and, you know, I would have want him here, but just through the circumstances of where we're at now with the Galaxy and how we're building this team – I, I don't think getting rid of, you know, Chicharito or or and bringing in Luis Suarez is, is the right idea. Or if we get Suarez and keep Chicharito and, you know, we play like a 4-4-2. Like, I, I, I think I don't that's what they do. I mean, I just don't. Well, that's that. not what they would do. It'd be like someone posted a lineup on Twitter, actually. I, I kind of liked it. It was like a, a five back, three center backs, two wing backs and like three in the middle, like with Suarez and Chicharito up top. It'd be something like that for sure if he came in. Yeah, but again, like, would would that be ideal for the galaxy? Would it work? I mean, on paper, I guess it looks nice, but would it really work? I think it. it I think it might work. I don't know. It'd be different, but I, th I think it could work. Yeah, I. I mean, I don't know. I. I just don't. I. I think there's more questions for Luis Suarez when he comes in rather than, like, he'll be the one who answers our questions, right? Like, you get what? Yeah, I mean? true. Yeah. So, I still think Luis Suarez can play, though. Like, I don't know if he's going to be as motivated after the World Cup, but I still think he's, like, a good player, though. Like, he'll still do pretty good in this league if he came in. I, I mean, I think so, too. Also, there's another thing, too, with, um, I guess there is rumors and reports saying that with the Apple deal, of course, this being this big, uh, like, you know, deal that we just got, there is a possibility that, you, that the league will implement a fourth designated player spot, which sort of makes sense. Mm, I heard that. that. Which sort of makes sense because once for any league, no matter what league you're in, whatever sport, whenever a massive deal like that happens, it usually bumps up the salary cap space and stuff like that. So there is a possibility that could happen and you can bring Luis Suarez while also keeping Chicharito in there. But again, like, I, I don't know. It, it just leaves more questions than answers than, than like answering things. You know what I mean? I still think we need to get rid of the two DPs that like Costa and Cabral, if we want to like become more of a serious team, though, like I don't want just want to be happy keeping those DPs and just knowing we have another spot open. Yeah, I mean, I would agree too. Which I think one of the what 
one of those is going to happen. I think one of those spots are going to be open in the off season, but I mean, you know who I want gone. So yeah, yeah, I know who you want gone. Um, but no, yeah, I mean, they're, I don't know. I, I just don't see Luis Suarez. And also you have Dejan still there. Like how is his, how is that going to impact? Oh, he's, he's going to get loaned out for sure. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. Like some people, some galaxy fans were telling me on my page, like he should stay or he's not going anywhere. He's definitely going somewhere where he can be starting on other teams in this league. He's not going to be happy being like a third string option. Cause think about it. It would be like Suarez and Chicharito up top. Then if one of them came off, they just go in like a four, three, three formation. So Dan would be like plan C basically. You think he's going to want to do that? And, you shouldn't want to do that either. That would just take a lot of sacrifice for Dejan, right? Because you're right. Yeah. This, the, Dejan, Way too much. Dejan is a player who can not only just in this league, but I think he can still play in Europe. I mean, you're talking about a guy who scored 20 goals in the Austrian league before coming here. And now, and as a sub, he scored 10, right? 10 goals. Yeah, so it's like 10 goals. So it, it, like, obviously, you know, Dejan is starter material or can be a starter anywhere he can go. So it's like, you know, I, I it, it would be a big sacrifice for Dejan to do if he's willing to do it. I mean, all right, then let, let's go for it. But I mean, I don't know. I just don't see Dejan necessarily doing that sacrifice for, for the team, but I don't think he should either. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he should either. I think he deserves playing time. I think he deserves a, a you know, an important role with this team. I mean, right now, like, obviously he, like, I still think he has an important role coming off the bench, but you know, if you bring in Suarez, like now what, like you said, like if you take out one of those strikers, now you can go, you know, four, three, three and switch up the formation and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I just don't know. Like, I, I don't like, I wouldn't like it. it. It leave more, it leave more problems and more questions to answer. At least I can wear my 2014 Barcelona Jersey at the game. Cause it has Suarez on the back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I obviously don't get me I'll wrong. Like bringing Suarez would bring a lot of attention to the LA galaxy, which I think negative attention. Negative. What, what do you mean? Yeah. By like a lot of haters, basically, wanting us to fail. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I I get what you mean by that. But no, I just meant attention through like people who want to get into the league. Like it's obviously going to, you know, fill up seats seeing Luis Suarez oh, yeah. in LA. That's what I meant. But yeah. You're oh, right, yeah. Like, you're right on that too. People would want to see us fail if we get Luis Suarez. So because Suarez isn't exactly very likable around the world at times. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he's had some controversial things like biting people, but you know, yeah. And obviously, the per- one of the you know the persons he's bitten is in the league as well, so you know, and, and cross town, so you know, yeah, <laughs> there, there's some issues. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Yeah, that would be pretty interesting to be honest. Um, that would just make the Rose Bowl game even more interesting honestly, if he joined. <laughs> honestly, which also another thing, like we kind of talked about it last episode, it's like how would that ro- like would the Rose Bowl get filled up if you bring Suarez next season? Do you think that? Oh yeah, that, that'll be yeah, yeah. attendance. It would. It would. It would it would be an MLS record attendance if you got Suarez. Really, you? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think so. Like, I mean, I don't know. Just the, of course, the LA market is is big. Suarez think, debut definitely. Yeah, yeah, I would see it. I would see it. <laughs> but no, yeah, I mean, of course, these are just reports. Um, who knows if this will happen? Of course, this is the, this is a conversation for the off season. But yeah, it is interesting. It is interesting. I think I'd probably like it more than you, considering he's one of my favorite strikers of the 2010 generation. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Suarez. Like, I, I, I'm. this is not a knock on his talent. He's been great. He's been phenomenal. I mean, like... This, like this some of his of, records are insane, though. Yeah, it's like, this is not a knock on his, on his production and his career and his talent. Not a knock. Suarez is great. I would love to have him. I'm just saying in the, the situation that the Galaxy... The fit. Right now, yeah, the yeah. fit. I, I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah, that's fair. 
But yeah, like I said, this is a conversation for the offseason, so we'll see how that goes. All right, then. Um, let's go into, I guess, our preview of Houston. Um, oh, actually, let's talk about the standings first before we talk about the preview of Houston. Uh, of course, Galaxy after this match, fourth place, 47 points, um, in a position to possibly get a home playoff match. Um, of course, wild. it's wild in the standings right now in the Western Conference. Uh, Very places, much so. Places six through nine will be playing within each other to see who gets, you know, the final spots in the playoffs. So that like, I mean, it's just wild right now um, for for the Western Conference and for the league in general. Um, of course, you have in third place, you have FC Dallas. And then we're in fourth, fifth, Nashville, uh, Portland's in six, Minnesota's in seventh. And then RSL and Van- RSL's in eighth and then Vancouver's in ninth. So, yeah, I mean, st- I think there's still a couple spots left uh, for for teams to make the playoffs and we'll see how that goes. Um, and obviously with, you know, just results around the league, a lot can change. Um, but let's talk about Houston real quick. Um, Galaxy will travel to H Tan to take on the Houston Dynamo in the last game of the regular season. Uh, Houston are currently in 13th place with a record of 10, 6, and 17 and are eliminated from playoff contention. Um, and like I said, when it comes to the standings and just results, if the Galaxy win, they're guaranteed a home playoff match. Um, could possibly get third place depending on Dallas if they lose or not. Um, uh, and I think Ty as well. Um, but no, I think course, it's loss. Um, because no, because Dallas, well, we both have the same wins. So if we get, if they tie or lose and we win, they they drop down, right? So I think Dallas have a point more than us though if they tie. They're no, because they have fifty points and we have forty. Oh no, yeah, they'd have more. Yeah, never mind. I take that back. Yeah, we'd have one more point. <laughs> um, yeah. See, this is where we got to start crunching numbers, right? <laughs> and yeah, for being, sure. And me not liking math a lot, you know, it's going to be hard for me. But <laughs> I don't uh, like math either. But when it comes to MLS, I, I like it. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to sports and and you know, the, you know, places and stuff like that, that's when we get good at math, huh? Um, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. But if the Galaxy win, like I said, they're guaranteed a home playoff match. If Dallas lose, um, we could possibly get third place. If the Galaxy get anything less than a tie, um, depending on other results um, and things like that, we can, you know, we can drop all the way down to the last seed, right? We can get seventh place or, you know, or if everybody loses or ties, we can still probably stay the same or drop down. Like, obviously, a lot has to happen depending um, if we don't get a win or not. But um. I think the only question that I think just that I have for Houston going into Houston is do you like, do you think this galaxy team is going to go full strength knowing that they can get a yeah. home playoff match? Oh yeah. Yes. You think so? Or, I, I of was course. Gonna, yeah. I was also going to say, do you think there might be like some sort of rotation for this match considering it's Houston? Mm-mm, no, they shouldn't. They should go all in and try to get the home playoff game and get into form going into the, the playoffs. Just get a, get a win, get play well and use the full strength lineup. A home playoff game, yeah, just go all out for it. But also, exactly. But also, do you really want to go all out when knowing that you're guaranteed a spot and you're not going to get a buy or anything like that? So, like that, that also comes into yeah. Play, you think? Yeah, I mean, you want the home playoff game. You want to play in front of your fans. They haven't played at Dignity Health Sports Park since 2016 when Keenan Donovan were on the team. So, you definitely got to be motivated to get a home game. So, I'd go all out for this game and really take it very seriously. Yeah, I mean, I I think so too, and I hope they do that. But I think I also, they will. But I also have a feeling there will be, you know, some rotation in this one. I I just do. I don't I think don't, so. Like because they get a whole week off. Like they're not gonna play like a few days. No. Oh well, I mean, yeah, they get a whole week off. But you know, are you really gonna go like 
super into this game, like get really tired for this game for the home playoff advantage. And, you know, like you're still going to, I don't well, know. Other teams are gonna play too. Like it's not like no one else is gonna play. I, I guess. I guess so. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I think the Galaxy should go full strength for this match. I think there might be some rotation. I think there might be some players that that get some starts that don't normally get starts and stuff like that. So, or maybe they go all out in the first half, and depending what where the Galaxy are at after that, they might rotate. But I don't know. I feel like there's some sort of rotation coming into this game. But they should go full strength to try to get the home playoff match. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, yeah, Houston in decision day hasn't been great for us. No, but... it's been awful, actually. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, I guess in 2016, it was okay. We won one to zero. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But um, and I guess for that this, matter, one, you know, at least we're in the playoffs. So it's not like we're fighting for the playoffs. We're just fighting for placing. Um, well, in 2019, we also like we could have got a home game if we won, and we lost four to two, so that kind of sucked. Yeah, that too. Um, but yeah, Houston on decision day is going to be interesting. Yeah, they have nothing to play for, so it's a lot easier for them. Like when you play with no pressure, no expectations, or no real like fight for anything, it's a lot easier just naturally to play. So they're not going to be feeling anything. I think the Galaxy are under more pressure because they want the home playoff game. Yeah, that, that is true. I mean, at this point, Houston is just playing for pride. And honestly, the pride in Houston is not, you know, it's not that big. So, um, <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I, I get I get what you mean by that. You know, less expectations. It's just going to be, you know, more comfortable for them than it is for us. I mean, they're going to want to end off strong, obviously, like playing in front of their fans. They won last week, so it's, they're not going to want to end off on a bad note. So the Galaxy have to come out, match the intensity and hopefully come out with a win. Yeah, I, I hope so, too. I mean, yeah, I mean. A home playoff spot. I mean, think about it. In a, a last few weeks ago, we didn't think this team was gonna even be in the playoffs. playoffs. Now Seriously. We're in, and now we're in a conversation that we can get a home playoff match. Like that's just insane. <laughs> and no, really. Like, remember in July when we lost two to zero to Colorado? Like how terrible we were then. Like we lost two rivalry games in like uh three or four days. We lost to a USL club. We lost to Colorado. Like fourth straight loss. Like imagine me telling you at that point, like we get a home playoff game potentially like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, that'd be insane, but Hey, that's the, that's the beauty of this league. That's why I love MLS. It's like, it doesn't matter where you're at. It's just like, there's always an opportunity to get back in it. And that's just what I love about this league, dude. Like, honestly. Yeah. Same. It's great. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's going to be interesting in Houston. Like I said, hopefully they go full strength and hopefully, you know, we get that playoff spot. Um, That'd be great. Yeah. I guess we're like we always say, I guess we're just going to have to see and, you know, we'll report on that next week. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think that'll be it for the show. Unless you have anything else for Houston. No, not really. Just hopefully we go out full strength, like you said, and get the home playoffs. But because it's been since 2016, since Keenan Donovan were on the team, it would be good to kind of say this organization is going in a really good direction. Yeah, it would. It would really it would really boost the, you know, like how we're feeling about this team right now and the future of this team. So. And the yeah. playoffs, who knows really, man? Like anything could happen. Like last yeah. year we had the four seed and four seed in MLS Cup. So who knows what can happen? So yeah, exactly. hopefully we get it done on Sunday. Yeah. And you also like you also had the seventh seed last year going in the West, going to the Western Conference Championship. So like literally anything could happen in the playoffs. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So it's a good thing we're in the dance. That's all I care about. But you know, if we can get home field, we can get home field. So let's go. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, that's gonna be it for the show. Um, if you guys want to follow us on social media, you can follow us or you can follow me at Insider Galaxy on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to follow LA Galaxy Central, you can follow him 
at LA Galaxy Central on Instagram. Um, so yeah, go support us there with the content on social media. By the way, past 800 followers, so let's go. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, I mean, shoot, I'm almost to 1K. That's crazy. Um, how long did it take you to get to 1K? For, for your uh, so I started my page in June 2020, and I hit it in April 2021. So About a year and a half? You did. No, less than mm-hmm. that. No, I started in June 2020. In April 2021, I got there. So less oh, than a year. Well, less than a like year. Huh? It was like nine months, April, June, April, May, June. So 10 months, I'd say. Damn, you really shattered that, huh? I, I mean, I, but I haven't grown. I haven't grown that much, unfortunately. Like I was at like 1,200 followers at this time exactly last year. I'm only at like 1,600. So the growth, it's kind of stopped a little bit, but it's fine. Like I still really enjoy doing it. Yeah, of course. Like, I mean. I mean, the followers, like, it's great and all, but at the end of the day, I just enjoy running those accounts, so. Same. Yeah, but, um, yeah, but anyways, if you want to help me get to 1K, go follow me. <laughs> um, and if you want to help, you know, LA Galaxy Central grow more, go go follow him. Um, but, yeah, go follow us there, and, um, yeah, that's going to be the show. Can't thank you guys enough for listening. Um, you know, shout out to all the, the G supporters. Shout out to the supporter groups, like ACB, who got – we celebrated 15 years. Lars also celebrated their 21st. Um, so yeah, shout out to those guys. Shout out to every supporter group, really. Oh yeah, one uh, more shout out. Shout out to that guy that got married at the game. Oh, shout out to him. I don't know his name. All I know is that he has the big mohawk and Lars. But yeah, shout out yeah. to him. Um, congrats on your guys' marriage. If you're listening to this, but you know, congrats on your guys' uh, engagement, actually. Um, but yeah, shout out to all you G fans out there. Um, you know, and uh let's you know, let's get it for this Sunday and uh, hopefully we get that home playoff spot but thank you guys for listening Um, be a friend tell a friend about the podcast wherever whenever you're listening to this podcast and i hope you guys have a great rest of your day or night whenever you're listening to this and um yeah thank you guys ease up seven words